I've been at this entrepreneurship thing, and I call it a thing because it's hard to describe for over 30 years, but uh, over 20 years of those 30 years have been in Rayscorp. So I've decided to put together a series of 20 lessons that I've learned in 20 years. And these would be 20 lessons I wish I had learned before I started the journey. I've also had the privilege of spending time with hundreds of entrepreneurs over two decades and watched their journey. So I've also witnessed the lessons that they have learned and vicariously learned from them. Hi, I'm Gareth Armstrong, and you're listening to a Razor's Edge podcast. This series is all about learning from the experiences of others. More specifically, learning from the successes and failures that Alon Reyes, CEO of Rayscorp, has gone through over the last 20 years. This is the first episode of this series where Alon asks us a critical question. Am I? Are you? Are we really entrepreneurs? He then goes on to share some insights that may help us answer this question. This is a series filled with insights from a seasoned entrepreneur, and it is well worth having a pen and dedicated notebook to record your thoughts and impressions in. Let's begin here. Lesson number one is the question, am I really an entrepreneur? So we've all heard the statistic that 96% of businesses fail within a 10-year period. We know that of the 96%, 90% of them just wake up one morning and say, I can't do it anymore. They literally give up. And so the question that one might ask is, is the individual who just gives up really an entrepreneur or just someone who's just got to the end of trying to get up again and again? And I suppose the answer to that question is uh, not so simple. Some entrepreneurs give up and some non-entrepreneurs, and we'll talk about that just now, carry on. And some entrepreneurs carry on and succeed, and some carry on and fail. And feels quite um, random in terms of who will and who won't succeed. But the one thing for sure that I know is that in the long run, individuals who are not cut out to be an entrepreneur, and what I mean by that is, that they are not cut out for the entrepreneurial life, the sacrifices that come with the entrepreneurial lifestyle, the feeling of never having reached the top, that there is always a mountain still to climb, no matter what mountain you have just peaked at, where you look over that mountain and just see that you're just one mountain in a series of other mountains that are bigger and bigger. This relentlessness of this journey is something that many people cannot actually take and give up. So what I always say to people who want to start an entrepreneurial business before they even start is ask yourself if you are really an entrepreneur. And what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? If you've been following some of the podcasts on Razor's Edge, you'll know that I've mentioned often that there is no such thing as an entrepreneur. There is no what they call psychological typology, where if you have X, Y, and Z characteristic, therefore you are an entrepreneur. But there are probabilities. And we've also spoken on the Razor's Edge podcast series about the fact that entrepreneurs are neither born nor made, they precipitate at some point in time. So the real question perhaps right now is, am I presenting as entrepreneurial right now as I start my business? Or am I starting this business for another reason? 
So what could that reason be? It could be desperation. I've just lost my job and I need to put food on the table. And many an entrepreneurial story starts like that. That could be a good thing or a bad thing. Another reason you might start a business is that you see that everyone else is getting into a certain type of industry, whether it's the chicken fast food industry or cryptocurrency or now NFTs. Everyone's getting into it, so I might as well, I just don't want to miss out. Many entrepreneurial stories start off as, I don't want to miss out. But the best entrepreneurial stories, the ones with the highest probability of success, are the ones where an entrepreneur has seen an opportunity and believes that they have the ability to actually turn that opportunity into success. They believe they have the capability, the confidence, and the resources, or the ability to muster those resources in order to make that opportunity a success. Are you willing to put that big house or fancy car on the back burner for a few years? Are you someone that can persevere through doubts and that ever-present feeling Lon had described of never really feeling like you've accomplished what you set out to? Is your family willing to make sacrifices while you are working on your business? What is the reason for starting your business? And what does that say about you, good or potentially bad? These are questions we must be willing to answer because they are going to help us see ourselves and our businesses with 2020 vision, which in turn is going to help us to understand how to maximize the opportunities that are coming toward us. Let's continue to find out how we can identify if we are in fact entrepreneurial. If I had to discern between the entrepreneurs that fail and people who think they are entrepreneurial at that point in time and their businesses fail, I think the one important distinction that I've experienced often, entrepreneurs that fail look to themselves and say, I never saw that coming. I never got that in place. I wasn't able to muster this resource or that capital or that market. There is no blame. There's no externalization of the reason. They own the failure. People who fail that have entrepreneurial businesses, who, in my opinion, are not entrepreneurial at the time that they have started their businesses are the ones that I experience blaming. It's the economy. It's COVID. My partner stole from me. All these external reasons for failure. Meantime, I think that the real reason is avoided. And that is that at that point in time, they had not precipitated as an entrepreneur, but thought they had. A second clue for someone who is entrepreneurial that fails is that they tend to come back again. They tend to learn from their mistakes and come back at it again and say, okay, what did I learn from my last failure? After I've licked my wounds and uh, felt a little bit sorry for myself, can I do this again? Taking all the lessons that I have from the past failure. So we have a much higher re-entry rate of individuals who are entrepreneurial that fail versus individuals who are not entrepreneurial that have started a business and fail. The third biggest differentiator between entrepreneurs that fail and people who are not entrepreneurial and fail in an entrepreneurial business tend to cite lack of work-life balance, the pressure, the sacrifice, far more than entrepreneurs who fail who totally understand that the lack of life-work balance and pressure are just part of what it takes to be successful. 
What does your language and what do your interactions with others, specifically after a failure, reveal about you as an entrepreneur? Alon says real entrepreneurs do not blame external forces. Real entrepreneurs also learn from their failures and get back into the ring as quickly as possible. He also adds that if work-life balance is an issue, then this is another sign you may not be ready for entrepreneurship. Of course, none of this is a prediction that you will fail in your current venture. It's just more information with which to make better decisions going forward. I always get scared when I hear entrepreneurs talking about the fact that they are bored with what they're doing. I hear that often. I don't like, you know, the paperwork. I don't like some of the mundaneity of of the entrepreneurial journey. There is a, a sense that entrepreneurs are these big risk takers and that every day is exciting and different and no two days are the are the same is what we hear time and time again. And then it does get boring and it does get administrative and it does get quite slow and unexciting at, at times in the journey. And so many so-called entrepreneurs turns around and says, well, you know, I got bored. So I sold that business or gave up and then it, it wasn't what I thought it was. I really don't like that view of entrepreneurship that somehow it has to be exciting every single day. Anyone who's been in a relationship knows that it's super exciting in the beginning, but then you know, to be in a marriage, there's some very boring days and boring weeks and perhaps even boring months, but you push through those boring months until it's, you know, get to the exciting parts. And so there's this lack of commitment through the boring times. My immediate reaction in my mind is, Actually, you're not bored, you're not entrepreneurial. And you're finding an excuse. It's a clue for me is you're finding an excuse as to why you're going to now give up. It's For me, it's the first clue that I hear from an entrepreneur that they're not really an entrepreneur. After that, it's uh, all the other excuses come in. But the normally the first one that you hear is that it's boring. I wanted a new challenge. What does I want a new challenge? You can make a new challenge from anything you do if you're entrepreneurial. If you build an entrepreneurial business, you build a platform to do anything you want. You know, Elon Musk, you know, is a is a great example of somebody who, you know, from cars to space travel to to solar panels. You know, that that is an individual who's not saying, "Well, I'm bored, so I'm going to start again, and I'm going to give up, and I'm going to sell this and start again." Just does more of the same thing under a bigger umbrella. If you look at Google going to Alphabet, they keep making new things and new opportunities, and they just reclassify and reframe themselves as something bigger. But they don't just stop. Now, having said that, I think what's a very important caveat is that this doesn't mean that you should not exit a business. If the money is right, the time is right, then you exit a business. Great reason to sell the business Money is wrong, I got it wrong, great reason to exit a business. But I'm bored. When they say it, I'm going, maybe you're not bored. Maybe you're just not cut out for this right now. Of all the things Alon has shared in this discussion, this one seems to be the most black and white. If you are saying you're bored, you're either not seeing the entrepreneurial opportunity, or you're not really cut out for the entrepreneurial journey and are actually looking for an exit opportunity. Either way, it's a signal to yourself, and certainly to Alon, that right now isn't the time. 
Here's a final word from Milan around this, his first fundamental lesson from this 20 lessons series. The question that we're actually asking ourselves is, am I an entrepreneur? That's the lesson, is to ask yourself, am I really an entrepreneur? Because if I'm an entrepreneur, that does not mean I will not fail. But it, what it will mean is that I will most probably learn from that failure and get up again, so it's all going to be worth it. Whereas if I am not an entrepreneur, I also have a high probability of failing, but the likelihood is I won't stand up again. I will blame. I will not accept the the personal cost, and I will and I will therefore not re-enter the fray of entrepreneurship. So effectively, you've wasted time and capital learning the hard way that you're not entrepreneurial. So it's better beforehand to ask yourself the question: Am I an entrepreneur? Do I externalize? Am I prepared? And you have to answer these questions honestly. Am I prepared to take on the lifestyle that comes with entrepreneurship? Am I prepared for the pain, the sacrifice, etc. of this journey? Or once it gets tough, once I run out of options in my mind, will I then give up? Head over to racecorp.com where you'll find similar resources and also the opportunity to sign up for notifications to stay updated on this series there. In addition to this, follow Racecorp on your favorite social media platforms where you'll find updates on when the next podcast is released. My name is Gareth Armstrong and I'll see you in the next episode.